God bless you. God bless you. Happy Monday. This is Apostle Anthony Wilson bidding you happy Monday. I pray that you had an awesome, awesome weekend. Those sounds that you're listening to are the sounds of Travis Malloy. Uh, we serve a mighty God. He's got a new album out, so check him out. Uh, we're going to continue our discussion this week on forgiveness. And we're going to talk about uh, dealing with the pain, dealing with the pain as we talk about how to forgive. And we're going to dive into a deep discussion on what do I do with the pain that I feel? Uh, sometimes we feel like we're struggling to forgive because we still feel the pain of the hurt, whether it's forgiving ourselves and we feel the pain of our failure or it's forgiving others and we feel the pain of their offense. And so stay tuned, stay tuned, be ready. We're going to dive into this subject. We're going to have some news and we're going to have uh, some a word from our sponsor. And then we're going to get into the subject of how to forgive dealing with our feelings. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. How many know that we do serve a mighty God and a holy God? Man, that Travis Malloy just really blessed my spirit um, as we continue to move forward. Uh, Pastor uh, Andrew Brunson, he was held in a Turkish prison uh, for, I believe, almost two years. uh, And he finally came home and he has been not only uh, on fire for the Lord still, Uh, But he had an opportunity to pray for the Senate. And I want you to hear this man pray in the Senate. Uh, So often we are talking about how uh, the the, the conversation, you know, where government and and state and church and the separation of, of church and state and all those kinds of things. But this prayer really blessed my spirit to hear this man of God stand up. And pray over the Senate. Um, after that, we're going to hear about an incredible TV project that is going on that is being funded by just people, uh, not by the establishment, not by um, uh, the people, the, the networks, but people are funding this particular project. And so I want you to stay tuned for that. We're going to listen in on uh, Pastor Brunson and, uh, and this incredible prayer. And then we're going to hear about an incredible project. And I'm a binge watcher. I love to get on Netflix and just watch shows. And so I can't wait for this to come out. It's called The Chosen. And it's about the life of Jesus. And it's going to be an incredible series. But it's funded by the people. I know there was a show that my wife used to love to watch called Prophets and Kings that they took off of TV and they took it off because it was funded by the networks. 
But when it's funded by the people, then the power of the networks uh, cannot control the content. And so this is an important lesson that we have to learn. And so I want you to stay tuned. We are going to uh, hear from Pastor Andrew Brunson and his prayer in the Senate. And then we're going to hear about the Chosen Project and what's going on uh, with that particular project. Then a word from our sponsor. And then we're going to get right into our subject today, how uh, to deal with the pain as we learn how to forgive. Uh, God bless you. And I'll talk to you in a few minutes. Before I pray, I want to thank the Senate. I'm standing here today because so many of you fought for me, and I'm deeply grateful. In a time of many divides, you are unified in fighting for my release. Thank you. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, may your holy name be honored. May your name be held in high regard in this Senate. We give thanks to you for you are good, and your steadfast love endures forever. You have watched over this nation through various times of peace, prosperity, turmoil, and war. May we continue to look to you and be a people who seek your face. Draw us near, and may we draw near to you. Blessed is a nation whose God is the Lord. Reveal to us our sins and forgive us. Reveal to us also your love and enable each of us to love you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Today, I pray that you grant to the senators of the United States the spirit of wisdom, the fear of the Lord, and the courage to act by the counsel of the Lord in all matters, great and small. May they have your perspective on all things. May your kingdom come and your will be done here in our nation as it is in heaven in and through these senators. Bless their families and their health. Give them your peace. Oh God, fill this place with your presence and unite us as one nation under your leadership, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Have you ever given to a GoFundMe cause? Well, these days, entire TV shows are being crowdfunded with these kind of sites. The Chosen is the largest crowdfunded TV show to date, and it's about the life of Jesus. John and I recently sat down with the man behind the show, Dallas Jenkins. Take a look. Dallas, tell us about The Chosen. Well, this is a project that came out of a desire to see something that hadn't been done before. There's been movies and miniseries about the life of Christ, but there's never actually been a multi-season show where you can binge watch it with your family, where you can get into the characters and into the stories in a deeper way than is traditional for most Bible projects. Typically, you've got 90 minutes to two hours to tell the story of Jesus, and you've got to go from miracle to miracle, Bible verse to Bible verse, mm. and you don't get a chance to really connect with the characters. You're just kind of seeing the stories portrayed onto film. And in a show that you're binge-watching with your family or with your wife or whatever, you're actually getting a chance to explore these characters and these stories over the course of multiple seasons. And so you can take your time more. You can get deeper into it. And so as someone who's been a believer my whole life, who's heard these stories dozens of times, the opportunity to tell the same stories but from a different perspective and in a deeper way was really appealing to me. And it's been proven 
now to be appealing to the audience as well. So I think they're experiencing what I've experienced as we've been exploring these stories. Yeah, audience habits have changed to binge watching rather than right. just, you know, and creating a universe in which they can see things over the course of time as opposed to fitting it into one quick movie. Mm -hmm. Well, I understand that your project wasn't easy getting off the ground. When we went to our audience and said, we want to crowdfund this project and have you be part of the making of it and you be part of the financing of it and that's going to protect the story and keep it from you know, the, the voices that may be uh, antagonistic towards a story like this. We're going to maintain the control. Uh, you know, Hollywood's golden rule is he who has the gold makes the rules. And so we're going to make our own rules and we're going to do this outside the system. And not that on one hand, that has made things very difficult. I mean, it just takes more. Hey, God bless you. God bless you. It's Apostle Anthony Wilson. Happy Monday to you. I hope you enjoyed uh, our intro, the news that we have and the things that are going on in this world. There's some great things happening. It's not all bad. It's not all Christian hating and, and, and bashing, but uh, there are some great things happening in our world. And there are people that are willing to stand up for Jesus Christ. And so as we dive into our subject on today, uh, we've uh, coined this month as Forgiveness Month, and we've been talking about the power of forgiveness and how to forgive. And uh, this week, we're going to talk about dealing with the pain, uh, the pain uh, behind forgiveness. And there's pain that comes from um, hurt and betrayal, and there's pain that comes from being hurt and betrayed. Um, there's pain... That comes from you being the person who has hurt someone or betrayed someone and trying to overcome uh, those feelings that you have. There's the pain of, uh, of trying to get over uh, certain things. And sometimes we feel like because there's pain that we're not forgiving. Um, but we have to understand that our emotions and the things that happen on the inside of our soul have to be dealt with, although we may uh, forgive. Uh, our mind has to catch up with that forgiveness. Our heart has to catch up with that forgiveness. And, and as we catch up with it, that's when we begin to really and truly and honestly begin to heal. And so uh, we're going to just talk about this for a little bit um, because I know there's a lot of people out there that struggle with the pain that is associated with forgiving another person or forgiving yourself. Sometimes that's the reason why you struggle with the forgiveness piece is because of what you feel. And I want you to understand that you can't throw away your emotions and your emotions have to be managed. Uh, just because you feel angry doesn't mean that you're wrong for feeling angry. Just because you feel sad doesn't mean that you're wrong for feeling sad. Um, just because you may be upset with a person because of what they've done to you or upset with yourself because of what you've done to others doesn't make you a bad person and it doesn't mean that you're not taking responsibility for your actions or it doesn't mean that you're not forgiving the other person for their actions. What it means is that you're human. Yeah, I, I know that's a, <laughs> that's a term that we use so loosely and and we use it so much that you're saying, oh, well, yeah, of course I'm human. But no, you sometimes I don't think you really understand uh, what it means to be human. What it means to be human is to feel things. Uh, what it means to be human is to identify uh, with pain and brokenness 
and identify with struggle. And when we can identify with each other and understand each other's pain, understand each other's struggle, then we are truly being human. Uh, to be a Christian is not to become inhuman. To be a Christian is to begin to walk in the supernatural. It's not that you're not a natural man or woman, but you begin to walk in the supernatural. And that takes time. It takes time to grow um, emotionally, mentally. Um, some of us have gone through a lot of things in our youth and in our past, and we struggle with dealing with the pain. We struggle with dealing with our feelings. We've been never, we were never taught how to manage our emotions. Uh, we were never taught how to deal with when we're angry with people. And so we either shut down or we blow up. We either fight or we flight. Uh, we, we don't know how to uh, arrest ourselves in that moment and do the right thing. And so there, there is so much pain uh, that people go through, uh, especially when it comes to being hurt. And so when we've been hurt, one of the things that I want you to know is that you do not have to um, run from the feeling of being hurt. You don't have to run from the feeling of being upset over the way somebody has treated you. Um, it doesn't make you less Christian to say, I didn't like that and I'm angry about that or that hurt me. It doesn't make you, it actually makes you more <laughs> because that's exactly what the Bible teaches us to do. Um, a lot of times we struggle because of our personality. We struggle uh, with things like confronting people. Um, in Luke chapter 17, uh, verse 4, the Bible says specifically that we are, uh, if a person has sinned against us, that we are to rebuke them. In other words, confront them. Tell them what they did wrong and ask them not to do it again. For most of us, um, that can go either one or two ways depending on the type of personality that we have. Now, most people have the type of personality that they're afraid to say something because they're afraid they're going to blow up. They're afraid that they're going to go off. They're afraid that they're going to say the wrong thing. And so for that particular individual and that type of personality, you must first quiet yourself and then express yourself. And it may take you a minute. It may take you some time. The Bible says that uh, if you're angry, do not sin, but don't let the sun go down on your wrath. In other words, handle it in a timely manner. Um, there are people that just, I just can't deal with it right now. It hurts too bad. I don't want to talk about it. And because they have not been taught how to deal with their anger, how to deal with their issues, they'll let it go days, weeks, months, even years. And guess what happens in those times while you're still dealing with the hurt or the pain? More hurt, more pain comes. And because you haven't dealt with the first hurt or pain, you pile on more hurt and pain. And then there's hurt and pain from other people. And then there's hurt and pain from other things. And all of a sudden, you're walking around sensitive and you're easily set off and you're easily ready to blow up and you're easily ready to run from people and get away from people because you don't understand that you have to deal with these things when they come. If you deal with each thing accordingly and in a timely manner, 
It doesn't give other things time to pile up on you. Because I'm telling you, as sure as I'm sitting here, there are things that I had to get healed from that were piled up from years and years and years and years. And I had to go to God. Um, there was times where I just laid in the floor and I just wept and cried and said, Lord, purge me with hyssop. Take it out of me. Get this this pain, this fear, this anger, this hatred, uh, these things out of me because I was struggling uh, to forgive small things because of the pain. It's like having a, a bruise and that bruise keeps getting hit over and over again and it never gets a chance to heal. It gets to the point where you can't even be around anybody because you're afraid that they're going to hit that sore spot and you begin to withdraw from people because they're going to they're going to hurt you because you've never healed from the original hurts, the hurts from your parents, the hurts from uh, your friends, the hurts from um, abuse in your past, the hurts from um, abandonment, the hurts uh, from uh, uh, things that were said to you that you haven't gotten over. And so you're struggling because you think that you had to run from your emotions. Don't feel like that. Don't be angry. Don't be sad. But the Bible is clear that we can be angry. We just don't want to sin. Uh, that we can't let the sun go down on our wrath and give any place to the enemy. What you don't understand is when you don't deal with what you feel, you give an open door for the enemy to begin to lead you astray and to take you captive. No, if you're a believer, I'm not saying that you can be possessed, but you can be oppressed. Uh, you can be uh, you can be under attack and everything and everybody will become your enemy. And so if you're that person who's quick to anger, you're going to have to slow down. The Bible says be slow to anger slow to speak and quick to hear. And so you're going to have to quiet yourself and then express yourself. But what if I'm the other type of person, the person that doesn't want to confront an issue, the person that, you know, doesn't like conflict, the person that wants to stay away from um, disagreements and I don't want to cause any problems, then you're the type of person that you're going to have to learn to express yourself immediately. Express yourself immediately because the longer you wait, what will happen is that you'll never express it and you also will let it pile up. You also will let these feelings, these emotions, these things overtake you and you'll look up and you'll be walking around with the, the, the slightest offense will cause you to, to run. The slightest issue will cause you to, I'm, I'm separate, I'm getting away from this. Relationships will become difficult. Um, being a part of a church will become difficult. Being a part of any type of group will become difficult because you're afraid that people are going to hurt you or uh, people are going to say, say things that uh, make you feel bad or remind you of things that have happened in your past. And so we've got to be very, 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 very careful um, to understand the type of person that we are. And so let's kind of, let's just go over that one more time. If you're the person who is prone to outbursts, <laughs> you get mad, you'll go off. You've got to learn to quiet yourself. And that means take a few minutes, take 30 minutes, take an hour, and then respond. Like I can't respond right now. But don't take two days, three days, four days, weeks, because what's going to happen is that other things are going to creep in. Other offenses are going to pile on. And because you never dealt with the original offenses, think about this. There are people that were offended in 1990, 
and they didn't deal with it. <laughs> and now it's 2019. That's 29 years of things that pile on that you may have still an issue with somebody that you never confronted. And you're going to have to go to God and pray and ask the Lord to create in you a clean heart and renew within you a right spirit to purge you with hyssop, wash you that you may be clean. You're going to have to learn to be honest with God and say to God, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with this from my past. And so it's causing me to struggle in my present. Now, if you're the, the other personality where you run from conflict, you're, you can be passive aggressive. You don't want to say nothing. You'll just pull off and you'll just remove yourself and you'll just disappear. You have the same issue as the other person because you're now allowing things to pile up and pile on because you never deal with them. And at some point, it starts affecting your health. At some point, it starts affecting um, your ability to connect with people. And it starts affecting your ability to connect with God. And so we have to be very, very, very careful. Now listen to this. Um, I'm going to read you a verse of scripture uh, from Proverbs uh, chapter 19 and verse 11. Uh, and I want you to get this because uh, it's going to help a lot of people uh, who might be listening today uh, that are struggling with why I should forgive. Uh, so often we feel like uh, forgiveness is about um, not getting in trouble with God or, you know, oh, I have to forgive, so I just got to go do it. But I'm going to tell you that it makes you a better person. It actually elevates you to a greater place. It actually strengthens you and encourages you so that you can become the person that you're supposed to be. I, I, I wish that you would understand that, that God is calling you to a greater place. And unforgiveness is baggage that keeps you from soaring to the heights that God wants you to soar to. Unforgiveness, whether it's forgiving yourself or forgiving others, that unforgiveness holds you back more than it holds the person back that you're struggling to forgive. And when you're struggling to forgive yourself, you're compounding the issue because you are holding yourself captive. You are keeping yourself in bondage. And we want to break the spirit of bondage. We want to break the spirit of unforgiveness. We want to break that spirit of captivity and we're going to break free. And so in Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 11, it says the discretion of a man makes him slow to anger. Watch this. And his glory is to overlook a transgression. The discretion of a man makes him slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. What this means is that when you operate in self-control, it makes you slow to anger. You're prone not to blow up instantaneously, and you understand how powerful it is to overlook an offense. Some people feel like, oh, you can't overlook that. You can't let that go. You got to get them. You got you to fire back at them. Watch this. I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Bible. Proverbs 19.11. Look at what it says. Uh, good sense, watch this, makes a man restrain his anger. It is his glory to overlook a transgression or an offense. When you learn when 
you need to overlook something. When you look at something, you say, you know what? That's not worth getting angry over. That's not worth getting in my feelings over. That's not worth the pain that it might cause. That's not worth it. And you know what? I'm going to overlook that. The Bible says it is his glory. It is your glory. The power of God is really on your life when you can do that. And so you want to be the kind of person that walks in the power of choice, that you are not run by your emotions. Although I don't want you to run from your emotions, you don't want to be run by your emotions. So often, uh, you know, you find yourself triggered. I was at a football game the other day and I walked in to the football game. And I know this is going to sound really, really petty. But when I walked into this football game, the only person that they took out the wand for and wanded me down to check and see if I'm carrying any weapons was me. Big black man with a beard. Everybody else walked in and they didn't wand him. My wife and my daughter looking at me and said, well, dad, why did they do that? And I turned <laughs> and I was going to go back and I was going to ask them. Actually, I was going to watch for a minute to see if they wanted anybody else. And they said, and my daughter said, dad, don't worry about it. Let's go. Let's go into the game. We're here to see AJ play. We're here to see a game. We're not here for that. And in my discretion, <laughs> I was slow to anger. I wanted to get upset. I wanted to go back. I wanted to confront them, you know, because there's too many black people being mistreated in this world. There's too many injustices that I thought I, I, I needed to go right this particular wrong that I'm not going to let them get away with this. And I know that sounds petty and it sounds foolish, but how many times do we have the opportunity to overlook something and we go and we make a big deal about it? And what it does is it compounds our pain. It compounds our anger. It causes us to go into places in our emotions that we didn't want to go. I mean, it, it, it's, it's really difficult because sometimes our pain is because of our own pride. Sometimes our pain is because we're not willing to let certain things go because we feel like we can't let it go. And if somehow we let it go, we're doing a disservice to ourselves. But he says... It makes sense. It makes sense to control your anger. It makes sense to control your emotions. Doesn't mean that you can't feel them. Doesn't mean that you're not allowed to be upset about things. It just means that you have to handle it the right way. And so often when we're dealing with unforgiveness, we want to handle it in the way that's most comfortable for us, whether it's to go off on somebody and then cut them off and never speak to them again, or it's to deal with it in silence and pretend like it didn't happen and to the point where we can't deal with it anymore and then we have to leave this person alone. Uh, so often that is difficult to do in a relationship, in a husband-wife relationship. It's very difficult to do that with your spouse because you got to deal with them on a regular basis. Um, in your church, a lot of people will just disappear. They just won't come back. You'll look up and you say, well, what happened to so-and-so? What happened to such-and-such? -such? Where did they go? And you find out that they took an offense and they either were the kind of person who was prone to outbursts and said, you know what, I'm not going to make a scene. I'm just going to remove myself. Or they were a person who keeps quiet and they kept allowing offense 
to hurt them till they couldn't take it anymore. Or they're the kind of person that beats themselves up and they feel like, you know what, I keep failing these people, I keep hurting people, I'm just going to get away from them. I'm not going to be around them anymore because I'm making everybody's life miserable. But that's not the way that God wants us to handle it. He wants us to forgive. He wants us to forgive ourselves. He wants us to forgive others. And he wants us to understand his love towards us. Uh, I preached this past Sunday on how to forgive yourself. And one of the things that I talked about was remembering uh, who God is and his characteristics and how God sees us. So often we think God sees us the way that people see us. We think that God sees us the way that we see ourselves. But in the long run, what we find out is that God doesn't see us that way at all. As a matter of fact, Psalms 103, verses 8 through 15, here's what it says. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in grace. He will not always strive with us or he will not always be angry with us, nor will he keep his anger forever or hold a grudge. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. And as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our sins or our transgressions from us. As a father who loves his children, so the Lord loves those who fear him. For he knows our friends. And he remembers that we are dust. Listen, we think so highly of ourselves. and We struggle sometimes because we expect more of ourselves. But one of the things that we're going to have to learn how to do in order to forgive others and to forgive ourselves is we're going to have to walk in humility, knowing that God knows we're not perfect. He knows our frame. He knows that we're flawed. He knows that we have issues and we have problems and he knows who's really trying to live for him and who's really not. He knows who's really putting in the effort and who's really just coasting along. Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. So you can fool a lot of people, but you can't fool God. And so what I want you to do this week, I want you to learn how to grab a hold of your emotions. Don't let them run you but don't run from them. The pain that's associated with forgiveness is very difficult to handle, but you can do it by the grace of God. You can do it by the power of God. Write down these verses and read them this week. Uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 13. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 11. And Psalms 103, verses 8. Through 14. And as you read them and as you meditate on them, learn how to walk in forgiveness, not just towards other people, but be towards but towards yourself. Now, before I get out of here, you know, I got to pray for you. I got to love on you a little bit. And so, Father, I just ask that you bless each and every person listening to this podcast. I pray that you continue to move by your power. There have been so many testimonies of people whose lives have been touched already by what you are saying through your word and through your servant. I just pray, oh God, that you would continue to bless your people, strengthen them, encourage them, build them up, equip them 
so that they can do the ministries that you call them to do. They can be the husbands, fathers, mothers, wives, ministers, pastors, teachers, evangelists, prophets, whatever you call them to be, members of the church, God, community leaders, God, teachers, um, whatever their job description is, whatever uh, area or circle or realm of influence they have, I pray, God, that they would operate in it to the maximum of their ability and that they would learn to love you with everything they have and love their neighbor as themselves. God, I pray that you bless them and keep them throughout this week. And as they listen to this podcast, whether they listen to it on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, I pray, God, that your anointing and your power would touch them right where they are. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. God bless you. I pray that this podcast will encourage you and build you up and strengthen you. Please message me, reach out to me if it's been a blessing to you. Make sure um, that you uh, subscribe if you want to help us uh, continue to fund this podcast. Please click on there and sign up no matter whether it's 99 cent, $4.99, $9.99. That's not a whole lot uh, when it comes down to what we're trying to do in the world through the message of the gospel. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you later on in this week. God bless you.